Hello there, our online family. We are so blessed to have you with us again today. It's another beautiful day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. It is our prayers, it is our expectations that God's blessings will be upon you even as you worship with us today. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. I see you in the service. Yes, I joined the pastors to say yes, you are welcome to this service. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great service. Psalm 100 verse 2 says, Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. I want you to get ready to worship God with gladness in your heart and with singing. I pray that he will inhabit your praises and meet you at the point of your needs. Enjoy the service and let us praise the Lord together. Glory, hallelujah. God bless you. Good morning, AGE family. Come on, let us rise as we begin to worship our God. And we welcome all our online worshipers this morning. We want you also to join us as we worship the Ahem that Ahem. It's because of him that we have breath in our lungs. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to your name. Thank you, Lord. steadfast love of the Lord never ceases His mercies never come to an end They are new every morning new every morning Great is thy faithfulness, O Lord. Great is thy faithfulness. 
the steadfast love, the steadfast You've done 
all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thanks for you. We thanks for you. Oh, we wait on you, oh God. Oh, fill us up. Heavenly Father, thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thirst for you. And I long to be in your presence. Oh, my soul will wait on you. Father, draw me nearer. Draw me nearer to the beauty of your holiness. Lord, I thirst for you. Lord, I thirst for you. And I long in your presence. Oh, my soul, we wait. On you, Father, draw me nearer. I will wait on you. I will wait on you, Almighty God, Almighty God, in the beauty. In the beauty of your holiness, I will worship you, Almighty God. In the beauty, I will wait on you, Almighty God. In the beauty, in the beauty of your holy name. I will worship you, Almighty God. In the beauty, in the beauty of your Amen, amen. Blessings and glory wisdom thanksgiving and honor power and might be unto our God forever and ever Amen 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 Blessings and glory, He's on Thanksgiving and hold on. Power and might be unto our God forever, forever and ever. Amen. To our God. 
dominion and honor and all authority are in your hands your glory you share with no one as you reign forever amen amen amen
continue in the attitude of worship and prayer. Let's begin to magnify the name of the Lord. Let's begin to thank Him. What an awesome God we serve. The one who will not share His glory with anyone else. The one who will do what He said He will do. The one whose promises are yea and amen. Brothers and sisters, worship the Lord this morning. Give Him all honor and glory. Say, Father, I thank you for who you are, for what you have done, and for what you will do. Let's magnify his name. Let's worship him. Let's give him all the honor and glory. Let's say, Lord, you are so good. Let's say, Father, you are so kind. He is so wonderful. He is so powerful. There is nothing too hard for him to do. The word of God says that the very things that are impossible with men, he is possible with our Father in heaven. Let's magnify his name. Let's thank him. Let's give him all the honor and glory. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Brethren, if you don't realize it, that you are in church this morning, it's already an indication of what the Lord has already planned to do in your life. You know, in the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 32, before we pray, the Bible says that he that spared not his son, but delivered him up for us, for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Like I said, if you are in church this morning, the Lord has done it. If you are in his presence this morning, praising and worshiping him, he has done it. So once again, let's thank and praise him. Let's magnify his name. Give him an upward praise. Our father is so good, he's so kind. When I cry in church, it's not just because of the need I have, because of the awesomeness of our father. The one that promises and does what he says he will do. So brethren, you don't have anything that is too big or too impossible for the Lord to do. Just praise his name. Just worship him. Just bless his name. Say, Father, I thank you because you have done it. In Jesus' name, we worship him. In our Sunday school class this morning, discussing the leading, God's leading, is to ask a question. That how do you continue to keep on when the Lord tells you or promises you something, and you know he has promised, but it's not coming forth. How do you keep on? How do you keep on? And I believe that many of us are in that situation. There are things you are believing God for that has not yet happened. But brothers and sisters, don't worry. The one who has promised is faithful, and he will do exactly what he said he would do. But let me encourage you this morning to take hope in one thing. Our Lord Jesus Christ in Luke 18, in response to, to, to what he was you know, saying about uh, uh, the widow, he says, our Father in heaven may tarry longer, but he will answer us speedily. But when he comes, he says, will he find faith on earth? So this morning we are going to pray and say, Father, give me faith to keep on. Give me faith to keep on. Because he will do what he said he will do. But on your part, you need to take a stand and stand on in faith. Mm -hmm. Say, Father, give me the faith to keep on. Give me the faith to keep on. Say, Father, strengthen my faith that I will keep on keeping on.
pray also that as they walk on this morning, because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God as well. That as they walk on this morning, that God will speak to you so that your faith is strengthened, your resolve is strengthened, and He will do what He will do in His time in Jesus' name. Amen. Keep clapping if you're clapping to the ancient of days. If you know you're clapping to the rock of ages, the one who woke you up this morning, the one who kept you alive, the one who brought you to church this morning. Keep clapping to the I am that I am, the bright and morning star, the lily of the valley, the first and last, the rose of Sharon, the lion of the tribe of Judah. Bless you. We exalt your name. We bless you, Jesus. Be thou exalted. Keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping. Can I get help? Can I get a stand? Thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Lord. Only you are worthy, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we bless you. Something has to break, break right now in your name. Something has to break, something has to break right now in your name. Something has
stretch your hands towards the altar and say, Father, what has to be broken, let it be broken now. Whatsoever it is that has to be broken, let it be broken now. Something must be broken. Something must happen now. Something must happen now. It is even happening now. Something has to be broken. Whatsoever it is, Lord, that you have to break in order for me to achieve my goals and my aspiration. Let it be broken. Let it be broken. Let it be broken. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for what you have already broken. Because something has to give way. Thank you, Lord. As we hear your word, please continue the breaking. Hearts must be broken. Chains must be broken. That sickness must be broken. Those doctors report must be broken. Holy Spirit take preeminence. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Before you sit down please help me put your hands together for the choir and for the band. Thank you so, so very much for all that you do for the kingdom. I'm really, really proud of you guys. God bless you. You may please be seated and wave to your neighbor as a politician and say, God bless you. And tell him, I really mean it. I really mean it. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Wow, what a ministration. What a ministration. I welcome everyone to church this morning. And those of us at our various locations, I welcome you to church. I will be taking my Bible reading um, from 1 Kings chapter 17. I'll be reading from verse 7 through to 10. 1 Kings 17 from verse 7 through to 10. And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. And the word of the Lord came unto him, that is Elijah, saying, Arise, get thee to Seraphath, which belonged to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman that was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, 
a little water in, the vessel, in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, As the Lord of thy God liveth, I have not a cake but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in the cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat it and die. I titled this morning's message as And the Brook Dried Up. And the Brook Dried Up. The dryness that Elijah experienced is the type that can cause one to have chills go down one's spine. The brook dried up. This could cause an extremely worrisome and frustrating situation. And the brook dried up could cause even a believer in God to be doubtful about the efficacy of God. And the brook dried up could cause a man or a woman to begin to ask, God, really? Really, God? After I have served you for so long, you watched and allowed the source of my sustainability to dry up? An ordinary man will think and talk that way, but not Elijah. He immediately arose and stepped out to what God said he has commanded to be done. He said, arise, the brook is dried up. I have already commanded a widow woman to sustain you. So Elijah, thirsty and hungry, stepped out immediately. And the Bible says when he got to the gate of the city, he met a poor widow gathering not woods but sticks. Give me food to eat. I'm so hungry. Give me water to... You know the story. And the woman said, ah, I can't even sustain myself. I cannot even take care of myself. I can't take care of my son. In fact, the tiny meal we have left, I just gathered two sticks that we cook the meal. To a carnal, ordinary person, the person could have just said what? I'm sorry. I think I missed my way. But not when the Holy Spirit is directing you. As many as are led by the Spirit of the Lord, they are the sons of God. 
They are the daughters of God. He could have said, I missed my way. God cannot command somebody who cannot take care of herself to take care of me. Have a good day. A lot of you, you have missed God's blessings because you walked by sight and not by the Holy Spirit. A lot of you, you have missed your life partners because you walked by sight and not by the Spirit. Only those that walk by the Spirit, by the leading. Elijah knew that he was led to the brook. And when the brook dried up, the same person who told him to go to the brook, the same person who was feeding him twice a day, was the same voice that told him, now, arise, I am done here. Move to the next level. Even though the next level never looked promising. If my wife had walked by sight, she couldn't have married this fight. Uh, this. I just say what I want to say. <laughs> you know what I want to say. Because there was nothing other than a head and a long neck. <laughs> the first time she visited me, she visited me. My workshop there was beside a smelly gutter. Imagine. Coming from the ambassadorial level. My heart was panting. Well, how will this woman react? Well, she came in and she relaxed. In fact, I believe I was the first one that taught her how to eat mama put. That's what she worked for, that mama put. I said, eh, eh? What am I saying? Elijah stepped into the city of hopelessness. But he knew the voice that he heard. Listen to the voice. He will lead you. Okay. I say he will lead you. The sign of a sonship or daughtership, if there's any word like that, is that the Holy Spirit is willing to lead you. That is his work. He said, I am going away and I'm going to send a comforter to you. He will teach you what you have to do. The pastor will preach, but let the Holy Spirit be the teacher. Let me go back to the message because that is just by the way. And the brook dried. Depending on your condition, the drying of the brook or the brook dried may mean different things to different people. The brook, the brook dried up could be that that business dried up. Could mean that your joy dried up. Could mean that your marriage dried up. Could mean that your health dried up. It could mean that your children, your ministry dried up. The brook dried up could mean different things to different people. It all depends on your condition. But you know what? God can still pay for what he orders. Eh? God can pay for what he orders regardless 
of your prevailing situation. For whatsoever the Lord allows, he allowed it for a purpose. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. Bible scholars believe, and I tend to believe it, that the person that needed help was the widow and her son. Jesus Christ said something. He said, in the land of, in the land of Zarephath, of Zidon, said that woman was not the only widow. But God sent Elijah to help her. So something has to break. That's what you, you sang. That's what you sang. Something has to break. Something. Something has to break. That brook has to dry up. Otherwise, that woman will die. So God looked at the situation. I can make this brook to continue to produce water. The angels that are feeding this man twice a day, they can't say no to me. So there is food. Nyafu, nyafu. Where is nyafu, nyafu? There is food. Plenty. Water. God is a source of water. He's the living spring. So God has the ability and the capability to keep on feeding Elijah. And the brook continues to provide water. But there was a widow with a son. The meal was plenty, but the meal started diminishing, reducing, until she needs only two sticks to cook. And God looked from heaven. Just like God is looking from heaven and is looking at somebody. So, no, this widow and this son cannot die of hunger. In fact, Bible scholars believed that this woman was contemplating suicide because of hunger. So God said, what are we going to do now? The brook must dry. Something has to give way. Something has to break. Do you know at times a vasty has to be taken out of the palace for an Esther to come in? <laughs> there are some people that are not serving God that are already occupying where you ought to occupy. So something has to break. Jam those hands together and say, Father, whatsoever it is that has to break, whatsoever brook it is that has to dry up so that I can be replenished, so that I can have my breakthrough, so that I can have my healing, Father, do it. Father, do it. Prayer. And the brook dried up. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Therefore, the changing of Elijah's location from the brook location to the city location was because there is somebody that needed help. Hear the word of the Lord. The Lord is saying to somebody here, I wrote it down. The Lord is saying to someone listening to me, don't worry. Don't be frustrated. 
I know exactly what to do. Even though your present situation is going through some dryness, dryness in your marriage, dryness in your bones, dryness in your business, dryness in your ministry, all notwithstanding, your best days are not over. The days of your celebrations are not over. People will gather together to celebrate with you. It's just a matter of time. This is me now talking. It's just a matter of time, brethren. You will smile again. You'll be happy again. You'll be so happy that all you begin to say, come and join me, sing hallelujah. Jehovah Jireh has done me well. Come and join me sing. That will be a song. Come and join me sing. Somebody had I found and said that would be your song very, very soon. a time in one's life that you'll be asking will I be happy again? Will I be healthy again? Will I have a steady job again? I am here to announce to you yes sir, yes ma you are going to be happy again you are going to be healthy again you are going to have the best paying job in the land the God that we serve has the ability to turn things around for your good. Your best days are not over. Your rejoicing days are not over. If you believe it, let your amen sound like thunder. He can make a way where there seems to be no way. There is nothing Baba God cannot do. Listen to what he says to you. In Isaiah 42 verse 16. Isaiah 42, 16. This is God. 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 Look at what he said. He says, and I will. I will. Bring the blind by a way that they knew not. 
I will lead them in the paths that they have not known. I will make dark, darkness light before them. The crooked things straight. These things, Kasa. These things will I do unto members of heaven's glorious embassy. And not forsake them. God is not going to forsake you. God is not going to forsake you. It is not in God's character to allow you to be stranded in life. It is not in God's character to allow you to grow up in darkness. He said, I will make darkness light. I will make the crooked place straight. He said, this is what I will. I will do. This is what I will do. This is what I will do. Nobody can stop me. I have the final authority. Your life is hid in Christ and Christ in God. You will not die before your time. Nothing can kill you. You are unkillable. He said, this is what I will do. And the brook dried up. And the brook dried up. There are lessons. Ah, look time. There are lessons to learn from the three characters in that story we read in First Kings 17, 7 through to uh, First Kings 17, 7 through to 10. Elijah, the widow of Zarephath, and the widow's son. Let's let's look at let's look at Elijah. Prophet Elijah. The brook. God directed him to for sustenance. Dried up? Dried up? Listen to me, people of God. Just because God is in what you are doing does not mean that challenging situation will not show up. Just because God led you to marry that person does not mean that challenging situation will not show up. Just because God led you to start that business does not mean that challenging situation will not show up. Take that from the word of God. The brook dried up the way the Bible puts it, it's like, how dare you brook to dry up when Elijah is there to drink? Says what? And it's a conjunctional word. And regardless of the anointing, and regardless of the relationship between Elijah and God. Remember, Elijah will say, before the God whom I stand, yet the brook dried up. Holiness unto the Lord is your portion. Your tithe, your offering, your service for God, your dedication, your commitment is impeccable. Yet, the brook dried up. Doctor's report is emphasizing that the brook 
dried. And the brook dried up. Listen, it is possible for your source of sustenance to be affected negatively. No, 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 no. You are not Lucifer just because you lost that job. No, 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 no. You are not a demon because all of a sudden you have back pain or neck pain. No, 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 no. The Bible says not few. Many. Not few. How many? Are what? Of the sinner. But But and the brook dried up. The brook dried up. The brook dried up. The brook dried up. Just because you are going through that challenge or challenges does not mean God has failed. And it does not mean that God has forsaken you. Mba. What's Mba? No. What's no? <laughs> Hear me, people of God. One thing is certain. God will be God. God will not take permission to be God. God is not a name that anyone that becomes God bears. God is God. No one can dethrone him because no one was there when he enthroned himself. No one can remove the crown upon his head because no one was there when he encrowned himself. No one can remove his salubata, his shoes. <laughs> because no one was there when he designs his suit. No one was there before the heavens were. He was there. When the heavens will be no more, he will be there. Before the mountains were, he was God. And he will continue to be God. Whether you acknowledge him as God, he will remain God. Whether you believe him or not, he remains faithful. He remains faithful. This God remains faithful. Faithful is he that has promised you. He says, I will not let you down. I will not forsake you. I will not depart from you. When you go through the waters, I will go with you. When you go through the fire, the fire will not kindle upon you. Because I am God. Ah, how do you interpret this in English? That means that means when God sends you an error, he follows you. That's why I said, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm because I am following him. For goodness and mercy shall follow me 
all the days of my life and I will be with you through all the ages even though the brook dried up God is still God Whatever he directs you to do, he will help you to do it. Yeah. I forgot. They say I shouldn't be jumping. No. Ah. I wasn't jumping, right? They say I shouldn't climb chair. Didn't climb one today. <laughs> Joshua 6, 1 and 2. Joshua 6, 1 and 2. And now, Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out, none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, brethren, you better see what the Lord is doing. I have given into their hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. Though the fiscal gate of Jericho was shut up, the king and his men were already given to Joshua. So don't walk by sight. That boss, he has been given unto you. You are a god to that boss. Let me tell you, sir, ma, in the place of prayer, tell them what you want them to tell you. Tell them the kind of promotion you want. And they cannot resist you. And the brook dried up. Listen to me. Whenever the brook dries up, God will always redirect your path. Because when one door closes, God can open another better door than the one that was open. God is going to do it now for you. He's going to do it now for you. That closed door, the next door that we open will be bigger, will be better. In the ah, six figures, high six figures job is coming your way. Receive it. I say receive it. Receive it. We are still talking about let me move on. Let me move on. When the brook dried up, God told Elijah what to do. When the brook dried up, Elijah's life did not dry up. When the brook dried up, his destiny was not dried up. It was just one aspect of Elijah's challenges. Now, madam, stop evaluating your life because of one challenge. You had magnetized or magnified. You have enlarged just one challenge to the detriment of the beauty around you. If you begin to focus on your weak points, even your better points will begin to diminish and they'll begin to crumble. Focus on that 
that point, but blossom in your other areas of your life. Otherwise, you just find out that that singular act of challenge or challenges will begin to mess up with your good part. And you know what? The human beings, did I say beings? The human being, they are not a why do you say beings? They don't, their eyes, or let me say our eyes, we don't see good things easily. We only see the bad part. People see your negativity than your positivity. Ah, that person is just one. That's all they can say. The other good things, they will not say it. That is the human beings for you. But God, he says in Joel, Joel, is it Joel? Joel. Joel. Three verse ten. Three verse ten. He says, let the weak say strong. Because it's that weakness people will see. So that weakness begin to say, John, you are strong. John, you are strong. John, you are strong. And your, your, your weakness becomes your strength. Look at your neighbor and say, be careful. You are sitting beside a very strong man. Should I rush this message? This all this is a forward match, forward match, all this. And the brook dried up. Let's look at the widow of Zarephath. Maybe with this. Oh my God. Though the widow of Zarephath was preparing her last meal, her better days were not over. Just because, or because the way she handled her predicament. She changed her predicament based on her action. Even though she had just one little meal left because of the famine, she was still very generous. She was still very, very receptive. She was able to at least listen to this stranger. And the stranger said, can I have a cup of water? Oh, yeah, water. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, ma'am. Can I have a cake attached? Cake? No, there's no cake. I only have one small meal. And Elijah said, Me first. Mm, Elijah, come live for America. You go see. <laughs> this woman, she was not an old, irritable and quarrelsome woman. Elijah said, make mine first. Elijah said, go empty the little oil in the pan. Empty the little flour into the pan. And bake my cake and bring it to me first. For some, that could have been the end of the story. No wonder the Bible said in Hebrews 13 verse 12. Hebrews 13 verse 12. He said what? What did he say? Hebrews 13 verse 12. He says, be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels on our ways. Strangers 
when some of us cannot even entertain those that we know, those that have been a blessing to us, we can't even entertain them. Hmm. Let's look at Jeremiah 3 verse 15. Jeremiah 3 verse 15. We can entertain people that are a blessing to us. Look at what he said. He says, and I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Listen to me, church of God. It comes a time in your walk with God that the hunger of your pastor must be quenched. Uh, have they gone? Oh, okay. It comes a time in your walk with God that the upkeep of your pastor becomes paramount in your life. Whereby you begin to set something aside regularly to bless your pastor. It says, I will give you pastors after my heart that will bless you, will teach you wisdom and knowledge. The widow of Zarephath did so to Elijah by giving him her last. The Shunammite woman did so to Elisha and she built a chalet or a chamber for him and fed him every day. Because of the generosity of these two women, when their sons died, God brought them to life because they were generous to the man of God. Hello? And they broke. I didn't hear shouting this time. Oh. Check out what is your pastor hungering for. And feel that hunger. Quench that hunger. What is he thirsting for? I know what will jump to your heart. Oh, he needs money. Mm, yeah, I do. Money answers right all things. He needs suits. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm a suit person. As a fashion designer. And my wife, she's still there. Lifting up my wardrobe. Is it wardrobe? Closet. Oh, he needs shoes. <laughs> I need shoes. But I need you. I need your commitment to the things of God. You are quenching my hunger. Even though I need all the things I've said. But your commitment and dedication to the things of God will quench my hunger. Will quench my thirst. Going out for evangelism. Telling people, becoming an ambassador for Jesus. That will make me more happier than you giving me money. Silver or gold. That you are committed to the things of God. You are living pure. You are living holy. I hear about you outside. I'm hearing the exploit you are doing for God. This woman fed Elijah and he was able to go and do exploit because his tummy was okay. 
Daddy Gio does not need, as it were, my money. But I found out what he enjoys. He enjoys wearing well-tailored suits. And I showed up in his ministry 41 years ago. And since then, up till now, I still make his suits. Not because he cannot, and I don't charge a penny. Not because he cannot pay me. Not because, in fact, he wants to pay me. I said, no. It makes you happy. In fact, the last one I delivered to him, he looked at him and said, huh, that is John. Because you can't, you can't see those designs anywhere. It makes him happy. I told him once, I said, I know you can afford the best designers in the world. He said, oh, what are you saying? You are the best in the world. I, the first one I did, he prophesied into my life. And that prophetic utterance is what I'm still enjoying today. That's what my wife and children are enjoying today. The reason we are making the man of God happy. What are you doing to make your pastor happy? Because I didn't know where you get that elusive belief that all the monies that come to the church, come into the church, goes to the pastor's pocket. I don't know where you get that from. I don't take a penny without the board of trustees approval. I don't hold the debit card. I don't hold the credit card. I don't hold the check. I don't give anything out other than what the board of trustees had approved. So the monies you bring into the church through your offerings and through your tithe is into the ministry. It does not go into my pocket. You know what? I don't want to go to Alagmon. Hey, where's Alagmon? <laughs> huh? Where's the Alagmon here? I, I, I don't want to go to jail. Because in this country, the, the easiest way to go to jail is to use non-for-profit organizational money for your personal use. Do you know, this church is non-for-profit. When we buy things at Walmart or Sam's Clause, we don't pay tax. We are tax-free. But when I go to the same Walmart, the same Sam's Club, I will use my Sam's Club card, by the time they slash it, they will see non-for-profit. I said, you are non-for-profit. I said, yes. But this one is not non-for-profit. It's my, my personal use. Tax it. You are not there, but God is there. Prepare my meal first. And after that, he now prophesied. Said, as long as this, fa this famine remains, you will enjoy because you took care of me. As the Lord liveth, he said. The Bible says God took care of the woman, the prophet, but not the son. 
It says, and her household. You bless the pastor. Actually, your household is being blessed. Quickly, before I round up, ask your neighbor, what are you giving, pastor? Say, pastor. Pastor. Let me rush this one. And the brook dried up. Let's look at the widow's son. The widow's son, don't think he, this, this, this was a little boy, a little, little baby. No, he was a grown-up grown up boy. He heard what the mother was saying. He heard what the prophet was saying. Remember, just last week, we just concluded our children's week. And we saw how God used our children during the service to bless us. Listen, it is always valuable. Let your children know the position you placed God and his servants. Don't ever, ever, ever run down any man or woman of God. Anything you don't understand, ask the man or the woman of God. Don't allow your children to hear that you are talking evil about pastor. Because you are just shaping their destiny negatively. This, womb, this boy knew that the, his mother was talking to a prophet. And the prophet said, I need your meal. The boy did not display any tantrum. He could have been hitting the chair and saying, how dare you? No, he just said, my mother is talking to a man of God. Whatsoever the man of God wants, mommy, go ahead. Well brought up son. How are you bringing up your children to gossip about the pastor? To disregard and disrespect the pastor? Come and stop it. Look at your neighbor and say, stop it. Therefore, let your actions, let your position be known when it comes to the things of God and the people of God shall we rise. And the brook dried up. No matter the situation you find yourself, no matter what is going on in your life, look inward. There is something valuable still left in you. Though the woman, the widow woman, had very a handful of meal. God used that little meal to change her destiny. Hmm. Therefore, Always bear it in your mind that God knows what I'm going through. The brook 
might have dried up or is drying up, don't give up on God because he will not give up on you. I have been through it before. I was sick unto death. My younger brother and his friend, they were asking themselves, can the hospital heal this kind of sickness? Because my life was diminishing by the second. I was going. By the time I got to the hospital, I actually passed away. If you have not read my book, try and grab one. I started hearing angelic voices, heavenly voices. But the church was praying. I was sick near to death. I have been poor before. I've been rejected before. I've been used and abused before. I didn't grow up as a somebody. We were the mothers and daughters program just yesterday. And they were doing all kinds to encourage our daughters. Advising them what to do. And I just remembered my life. All my growing days. Not one second did my father say anything to encourage me. Not one second. The brook dried up. But the source of my sustenance never dried up. There is a God in heaven that is mindful of you. He is a good God. He is a kind God. He is a loving God. He says, as a father pities his children, so I pity those who love me. God loves you. But he wants you to reciprocate that love by accepting him as your Lord and Savior if you have not done that. So all heads bow as I pray now. Is there anyone in the house you have never given your heart? The brook will dry, but there will be no other way to go. He's the one who can make a way where there seems to be no way. Are you in the house you have never given your heart to Jesus and you want to do so this day? Just lift up your hand. I won't call you forward. Just lift up your hand and say, Pastor, I want Jesus into my heart. For those of us worshiping online, you know you're not born again. What a time to say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Is there any hand? Any hand? All right. Look up. I know towards the tail end of the, of the service, we have 15 minutes prayers, but I want us to pray now. Please look up. Some of us, I know your story. I've heard your story. Mommy, Pastor, and I, at times, our heart aches when we know what you're going through. But I'm just a human being. But there is a God in heaven that is touched by the feelings of your infirmity. The Bible says he was wounded for your transgression. He was bruised for your iniquity. He said the chastisement of your peace was upon him and with his stripes you have been healed. Your brook might have dried up or is drying up. But there is a God in heaven that wants to help you. 
There were many widows in Zarephath, but God directed Elijah to one. So you're going to stretch your hands towards the altar and tell him what aspect of your brook is drying up. What aspect of your brook has dried up? Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. The widow of Zarephath told Elijah the story of her life. That this is the last meal. You may see me with designer suit. You may see me with my son, but this is the last, this is the last and we're about to eat and die. She told the man of God her story. She told God her story. Tell him your story and say, this aspect of my, my brook is drying. This part of my brook has dried. The brook of my husband, the brook of my wife, the brook of my children. Something is drying up in me, according to doctor's report. Father God, let there be blossomness again. Tell God, tell God, tell God, talk to God. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Please look up. I said after the grace we just head out. We have some two or three prayer points. Please look up. Because I know some of our stories. There are times some of you will come into the church office with your story. And I know what the church post look, looks like. Times I'll bring out my checkbook. I'll put some figures there. And I'll say, take. This is the little my wife and I have. At times I will sell our own personal money. Because we're in this thing together. What is, the, what is the beauty of you going through some challenges? And I'm just, just enjoying myself. No. That is not what a good prophet or a good shepherd does. Mommy Pastor, you bear me record. Somebody I, I, I did not even remember, you know, came to us some time ago and was crying profusely. I said, Pastor, you did not know what you did for me. He's like, okay. Say there was a time in my life that I came to you to visit you. And when I was leaving, you gave me a check of five. In fact, you gave me an envelope. He said, I thought it was like a prayer point, he said, for him to go pray. He said, as he was driving through 75, he flipped the envelope opened, and it was $500. He said he nearly had a wreck. He has to park by the roadside to look at it. This is money. He said at that time he does not have one dollar all his life. That he was sleeping in his car and going to Walmart to brush his teeth. And he found $500. He said he cried. He said he was able to sleep in an hotel that night. He was able to give his daughter some money. He said, Pastor, you didn't know what you did for me. And I didn't remember. I didn't know. 
help the needy in our midst. They are there. The widow of Zarephath was dying of hunger. And God used Elijah to meet her at the point of her needs. God wants to use you. You know, forget, forget about the designer suit. Look at the face. The face cannot be designed. Even with the foundation, you can still see that this person needs some help. And that's why we have the emissary arm of the church just supporting the needy. Brother Sena is the chairman of that committee. Please be part of it. Just meet him and say, "How I want to be part of. Just, just how can the part of being there, not that you want to just be, a, no, you want to put your money down. We have somebody somewhere. We are still praying. I'm just telling you, the brook can dry for anyone. Have someone somewhere. The next thing that could have happened to his leg, only God knows, maybe they could have removed it. And he does not have money to go for the treatment. We put some monies together and we sent to the person. You need to hear what he was saying. And the money to us is like, yeah, but it helped somebody. There was a church somewhere. In fact, the person said, ah, if my birthday celebration was not December 30th, the person will fly in from Europe because the person called me and said they are about to shut down their church because they can't pay. And they have given them just some few days. Call the church accountant. We put some money together and we transfer. This transfer now. Why are they to Europe. She just kept sending messages that bought for you. And she would think it's me what is bought for you. Wherever the river flows from, it's going to flow back. That's why when you hear the needy amongst us, jump in. A brother in this church just said, Pastor, here is my $10,000 to support the needy in the church. I don't spend church money except the one that belongs to me out of church money. But we are here. This is a family. When you are in pain, I'm in pain. When you are in need, I'm in need. Literally. Let's serve God as a family. What are you doing to support your pastor? What are you doing to make him happy? What are you doing to make the ministry easy for him? Stretch your hands towards the altar and say, Lord, please, show me what to do. This is my family. This is my family. Show me what to do. You showed Elijah, the prophet, the, 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 the widow that was in need. Please show me what I have to do to help the needy. Tell me what to do to support the work here. Tell me what to do to support the pastor and the pastorage. Help me, Lord. I don't just, this is my family, Lord. Help me to invest in this family. Help me, Lord, to meet the need of the needy.
Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. This is the final one. Luke 15, 17, and 18. Luke 16, 15, 17, and 18. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. So make up your mind. I'm going to support those that are those that are not able to support themselves. Please look up. You can't support if you are not supported. So you're going to say support from heaven come upon my life. I want to support the supportless. Support me. Support my source of income. That dryness in my business, take it away. That dryness in my body, take it away. That dryness in my ministry, take it away. That dryness, take it away, Lord. and your daughters under the sound of my voice those of them worshipping from their different tabernacles oh God we come before you the people have talked about that you used me to help they are children of God whose brook dried up Father I bring your sons before you and your daughters whose brook have dried up or is drying up whose life has dried up or is drying up based on what the doctors have said arise oh God and water every dry place in the name of Jesus 
turn every desert to a watery place in the name of Jesus. Turn every dryness to rivers of living waters in the name of Jesus. Daddy, do it and take all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Give somebody a hard eye and say, your wilderness is becoming rivers of living waters. You may please be seated. You may please be seated. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Um, it's time for us to bring our tithes and our offerings. Let's do it generously. God is using your givings to meet the needs of people. And for those of us online, um, make sure you also give your services unto God. It's not complete without your giving. I believe the, the promo will be going on, but let's just sing that song. You can, but if it's going to disturb your giving, just don't sing. Before you want to write a thousand, you go and write one hundred. I'll be singing. Just make sure you, you do the giving. If you need an envelope, just wave. Just wave. I will worship you Oh yes, forever because this God is just too good. Oh, I will serve you forever. I worship you forever just because this God is too good. Oh, I will give you my resources, give you my talents just because this God, you are too good. Oh. Samuel, let me hear you. Just, just wave if they have not got it to you.
just wave, there's an envelope here. Evans, let me hear you. let this be your song. The widow was going through those nasty predicaments. She still looked at the man of God and said, as your God liveth, as the Lord liveth. That means she was going through penury, but she was still saying, God lives. Say, as God liveth, I only have little, but I will still give you little. You have been given to this church in the recent you were given to God. That God who kept the widow woman through the famine will take you all through your famine situation, your wilderness situation, your dryness situation. The doctor's report will be overturned concerning you in the name of Jesus. You will be happy again. You will rejoice again. You will celebrate your children. You want to be a grandma? You want to be a grandpa? Very soon you'll be a grandma, you'll be a grandpa. In the mighty name of Jesus. That is after your daughters are married. After your sons are married. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Shout hallelujah. God bless you. It's um, time now to pray for our graduates. Where is Folake? Are they in the church here? Please come. We want to pray for our students that have graduated. Put your hands together.
What's your name, sir? Emmanuel. I'm not writing. What's your name? Emmanuel Lanosike. Oh, I graduated from um, Naaman Forest High School, and I'm going to UNT. What's your name? My name is Deborah Asene. Um, I graduated from Rockwall High School, and I'll be going to UT Arlington. What's your name? Uh, my name is Aimee Victoria uh, Ayola, and I'm going to, I graduated from Lake Highlands High School, and I'm going to UNT. What's your name? My name is Doji Demorji. I graduated from Wiley, and I'm going to UTD. What's your name, sir? My name is Abuba Ezenaya. I graduated from Harmony Science Academy, and I'm going to Texas A&M. They graduated, but they didn't stop there. They said, I am going. Higher. You will continue to go higher. When you finish, as God be directing you, you finish your first degree, you go higher. To your master's, you go higher. Amen. To your doctorate degree, you go higher. Amen. Then you become inventors Amen. and timber and caliber in this country called America and in the world. In the name of Jesus. Your destiny will not be truncated. No one will be able to mess you up. God is taking care of your health in the name of Jesus. Every time we hear of you, it will be for upliftment, for forwardness, in the name of Jesus. One thing I do to all our college students, I mean, that are going to, um, to higher education, your phone number, I need them. Some of them are not happy. Okay, Ask, uh, tell your dad and mom to give you my phone number. What, I, what they do that they just call me. Some of them, they call me, Pastor, I'm going through this, I'm going through this. At times, it could be some challenges that ladies are trying to, they will call me. <laughs> they are going through some personal issues, they will call me. My, my phone is open, okay? So get my phone number from your daddy. How many of us, you don't have my phone number? Let me see, you don't have my phone number? Okay. Grab it from your dad and from your mom and from your parents and call me anytime. Okay? Okay? The ones I can't handle, I transfer them to Mama. You know who Mama is? You know who Mama is? You know who Mama is? Uh -huh. <laughs> I dedicate you in the name of the Father, Amen. and of the Son, Amen. and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Congratulations. Amen. Congratulations. 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 So, you will, you will meet um, your leader. Um, we, have a, we have something. Monetary gifts for you. It, it has gotten to you. Good. It's already written. Okay? Oh boy, I'm, I'll be serving to Suno. God bless you. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. Yes, it's time for the announcement. Time for the announcement. 
Good morning, HDE family, friends, and our online guests. My name is Kumi. Our regular scheduled programs remain as follows. Sunday services at 10 a.m. and Sunday school at 9 a.m. Zoom Bible studies remain on Wednesday. Holy Ghost service and communion services every first Friday of the month. Evangelism is every Saturday at 12 p.m., but on the last Saturday, there will be a Zoom prayer meeting instead. House Fellowship is now Community Group Fellowship. Remember the fellowship prayed for Peter. Join a Community Group Fellowship today. As our children will be going back to school in August, the blessing of the backpacks will be on Sunday, August 7th. The Shiloh Conference theme, The Master's Touch, will be from October 7th to October 16th. Save the day and plan to attend. It's that time of the year again. The next ministry of RCCG HDE presents Praise Jam 5.0. Date is Friday, August 5th, 2022. With theme, Raise a Sound. Time is 7 p.m., but door opens at 6.30 p.m. Ministering, Billy Mitchell. Blessing Ali. Dare David. And the Impact Choir. Venue is 3800 East Parker Road, Plano, Texas. Get ready for a time of unrestricted praise and worship before God. Please join us in celebrating the life of Prince Adekombi, Ayokami, Koledade, July 31st here at the church. Membership class holds every third Sunday of the month, which is today. To register, scan the QR code or text member to this number. Please plan to attend. Please continue to be faithful in your giving through one of the ways available. The Secure Give app, the church website, text to give using the phone number, Zelle using the email address, mailing a check to the church, and the kiosk by the elevator. Apostle Paul in 1 Thessalonians 5.25 says, Brethren, pray for us. So, if you or your loved ones have burdens, please let us join our faith with yours and pray with you. Go to the church website, click on the prayer request tab, and we will intercede for you. HGE Kids now even has a YouTube channel. You can find the YouTube page by searching up HGE Kids online. Please still endeavor to stay in touch with us throughout the week by following us online on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and podcast. Visit our website at rccghge.org for more information, including handles to all of our social media platforms. Now for the motivation for the week. Dare to thank God even when it's dark. That's what faith is all about. Trusting even when it doesn't make sense. This year is our year of bumper harvest. Have a great and blessed week.
want to use this opportunity to thank those of us who are part of the mothers and daughters. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for the planning committee, for your time, and for all you did to make this year's mothers and daughters a success. Thank you so very much. We thank God for the conveyor. Uh, Mommy Pastor, thank you for this great vision. It will outlive you if Jesus tarries uh, in Jesus' name. Now, before we share the grace, um, we want to invite um, uh, to uh, the altar um, the brother who will be taking over the leadership and the chairmanship of uh, the Shiloh Committee. Uh, Brother Lawrence Ambe had been the chairman of the planning committee over the years, and he just feels that um, we should allow a fresher mind, a brighter mind to just come in to move uh, the forum to the next. Of course, our Shiloh uh, this year is coming up October the 7th through the 16th, um, and the theme is the master's touch. It's going to be something phenomenal. It's going to be something powerful. And that's why I want to introduce to you the new chairman of the planning committee of Shiloh going forward in the person of Brother Prince Oguru. Please come, let them see your face. Let us stretch forth our hands towards him that God grant him and his team. He will be meeting with his team thereafter. That God will grant him wisdom, God will grant him knowledge as to move this program that is our annual program to the next level in terms of organization, in terms of planning. That God will use him and his team and those that he's going to co-opt into the planning committee. Father God, please be with your son. Prince Oguru, grant him wisdom, grant him knowledge. Let us move this forum to the next level. Keep him and his team in the mighty name of Jesus. Grant them all the resources needed so at the end of the day, your name and your name only will be glorified. By the power vested of me, I appoint you as the chairman of the Shiloh Planning Committee in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you, sir. Congratulations. Congratulations. All right. Uh, mommy is saying something. Yes, oh, okay. Are you worshiping with us for the first time this Sunday? Can you just wave to the pastor? This is your first Sunday in heaven's glorious embassy. God bless you, sir. God bless you. God bless you, sir. God bless you. In other hand, just keep waving. Until the ushers will, oh, oh, look at that. God bless you, ma'am. God bless you, sir. Keep waving. The ushers will place a card. Can you stand, please? Those worshiping with us for the first time, can you please stand? Please, can you stand? Oh, God bless you. Can you stand? Yes. If you look behind you, there is a sister waving her hand. Just behind you there as you are exiting, please pick up your bags, your Bibles, or whatsoever you brought into the church, and just follow her. She will take you to our welcome uh, area so that we can get more of you. Let's put our hands together. Thank you so very much, sir. Thank you so very much. Please stand. Please stand. Yes, we just want to know you more. Our, our, our welcome team want to know you more so that they can follow you up. 
Yes, keep clapping, keep clapping. Let's appreciate your presence. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Shall rise? So, like I said, um, the prayers we need to pray going forward, we are going to incorporate it into the service. So that after we share the grace, you pick up your children and you start going. Because I noticed some of us missed out. Before you get your children, you get them up here, the prayer is almost half done. So we're going to incorporate our prayer time to the word. Then as we share the grace, we just head out. How many of us agree with that? All right. All right. Once again, thank you for being part of the service. Choir, I appreciate you. The band, I appreciate you. Let us wave our hands to the technical crew and say, wow, you guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. Thank you so very much. You are awesome. Thank you so very much. Let's share the grace and fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. Surely his goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Jesus' name, amen. 2022 is my year of bumper harvest. God bless you. Go and flourish in Jesus' name.
Thank <laughs> you.